Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Now is the time to answer. What's next? With the Technical College System of Georgia, a quality education is affordable, offering courses that will transfer to a long list of four-year universities and an opportunity to pursue a career in a high-demand field where Georgia's Hope Career Grant could cover 100% of your college tuition costs. With 22 colleges and 85 campuses, meaningful careers start at TCSG. Visit tcsg.edu to learn more. Blog Talk Radio. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you're listening to The Stephen Knight Show. You can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Good evening, and welcome to the Stephen I Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us. I will be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, movie reviews, and, of course, our topic. Plus, tonight, we welcome the cast of the new movie, The Convicted, which is based on the story of a man and his mafia associates who fall from the throne of corruption, power, and greed, and the rebirth and re- rehabilitation of law-abiding citizens. So we definitely look forward to talking with them. I always want you to call with your questions and comments. The number is 267-521-0189. Again, that's 267-521-0189. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. I want to remind you that we're all over social media, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenknightshow.com, where you can find links to everything. Even find out more about our team. Now, um, also, Blog Talk Radio. We're on Blog Talk Radio. We are um, we are it's the Blog Talk Radio um, backslash the Stephen Knight Show. So follow us there to uh, keep up with going on our shows. Anyway, Miss Parker, how are you doing? Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your Monday? Monday was good. It went by pretty quickly. No complaints. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was a good one, a bad one, you know, eventful, but not very good one. Weekend, we had a blast this weekend. I know I caught up with you on Friday and, and, and Saturday. Uh, how was your weekend? It was good. Like I said before, I never had a bad weekend. I know you had some right. um, friends in town from Virginia, some girls that you grew up yeah. with. It was really good seeing them. I've met them a couple of times before. Uh-huh. So it was yeah. really good seeing yeah. them. Um, Absolutely. We hung out at the W. It seemed like everyone was out there this weekend, but it was a good time. It was a real good time, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chike Adam, we're going with you all. Hello, hello. How's everyone? Hey, guys. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good. You, you and Ms. Parker huh? have the best weekend. You have the best weekend. I have to come down to Atlanta and hang out with you guys. 
should. You definitely should. Um, we, we do have a good weekend. We have, we have another good weekend coming up. Oh, and I want I got to let everyone know I'm performing this weekend, this Saturday night. I'll um, post information on Facebook um, and, and Twitter. But yeah, I'm performing. It's gonna be. It's a white. It's an all white affair. So you have to dress in white, and I'll be performing there. So I'm excited about that. Um, anyway, enough about that. What's going on uh, in the wonderful world of uh, movie reviews? Go ahead, Adam. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, uh, nothing too much. Just to give a little recap, uh, I did not see it this weekend, but Ant Man did take the top of the box office. It is the second lowest uh, Marvel opener, but it's been the 12th consecutive Marvel movie that's opened at number one, which is a, a good sign for them. It went uh, under their expectations a little bit, but it was a lower budget film compared to the other Marvel movies. I couldn't bring myself to watch the uh, the Ant-Man, but I had to talk to a couple of friends who did see it. They liked the action. They said not much of a story, so uh, maybe it might be worth checking out. I did go see Selfless instead, which came out not this weekend, but I think the weekend before. And this is uh, Ryan Reynolds and Ben Kingsley, and it stars a guy, or the story is about a man who is older, he's kind of dying, he's looking to live into a new body. And there's this new technology called shedding that brings you into a younger person's body, so your mind is still there, and you take over a new body. So um, simple premise, and he actually does the process, and then he soon learns that this um, this body wasn't quite a fresh new body, and he goes on a little path to discover everything about it. I, I was actually really surprised. Ryan Reynolds did a good job. Uh, ben Kingsley, for the brief amount of time he was in, it did well. But it was a good amount of a kind of an action drama, you know, so – Took me by surprise. I didn't have too many high expectations, but uh, definitely, I think worth checking out just for something different. Kirk? It seems like uh, Ryan Reynolds is doing more drama movies lately. I know he's in another movie called Woman in Gold with uh, Helen Mirren, which is a pretty, uh, I guess, tour de force as far as dramas are concerned. It looks like he's picking different projects to be connected to. Yeah, and it's interesting to see him involved because I, I, the first time I saw him was Van Wilder, which is no. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, and it's uh, just a raunchy comedy, but he's kind of didn't get typecast in that role, and he's moved on to more serious roles, and then, of course, he did the romantic comedy, The Proposal, and he's kind of branched himself out, and he's doing Deadpool, so he's going back into the Marvel Universe. Um, so, yeah, he, he's done a great job, and he always does solid work so far. Cool. Well, I, unlike Adam, I, I did, uh, not by choice, the children, thing one and thing two, wanted to go see <laughs> Ant-Man. So I took them to go see Ant-Man. I was pleasantly surprised, you know, from the previews and everything. It, it The movie seemed like it was geared toward, you know, the family Marvel movie. You know, Marvel will sometimes put out a movie that's more serious in nature, like the Wolverine series. It's a little edgier you know, maybe PG-13. Um, but Ant-Man was pretty family-friendly, and, and it held my attention. Um, Ant-Man is not one of the major Marvel characters. Um, and he really, as far as growing up and reading the comic books, he never really grasped my attention. Uh, and so I was really reluctant to go see the movie. 
But, you know, kids wanted to see it. I went to go see it, and I was pleasantly surprised. Uh, it was high in action. There was some funny moments as well. Um, and they do hint, spoiler alert, they do hint about him being featured in the next Avengers movie because in the comic books, Ant-Man is actually an Avenger. So this was a great movie to introduce him uh, to the team. Um, you get his backstory, his history. And I think that... um this is more of a family on it, like I said. So I, if you want to take the kids out to go see a movie, it definitely is a movie that you all will be able to enjoy. So I'll give it a thumbs up. Nice, nice. Uh, and I know that they announced um, the Emmy the Emmy nominations. Any thoughts on that? Uh, I I, I didn't I did not see uh, the nominations. I don't really even know who's nominated. I know that there were a few standouts um for me this year. One of them being HBO's Bessie for Queen Latifah. If she doesn't win an Emmy for playing Bessie, I'm gonna I don't know what I'm gonna do, but I'm gonna be upset. And Monique was nominated as well. Yeah, she as she should. That whole project was solid. That was a yeah. very solid project. And then uh, I know that, I think is this the, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's the first time they've had um, African American uh, women nominated um, for Best Actress, and you have Taraji P. Henson and um, Bala Davis nominated for, for um, their shows. That's that's great. <laughs> but um, they said that what's the? Mm-hmm, go ahead. I was actually a little surprised about. Um, Taraji, not that she's not a great actress, but just because of all the, the, I guess the hoopla and fanfare around surrounding Empire, mm-hmm. they they really can't ignore or deny the fact that it it was the number one show when it hit the scene. You can't deny that. Right. But as far as uh, total overall project, I'm just surprised that they would even consider it that way, just simply because yeah. it is kind of campy. I mean, it is kind of a soap opera. So I, I, it just surprised mm-hmm. me that they would even be nominated, but I'm glad. Yeah, and I know that um, they didn't get a, a lot of nominations they thought they might get. And what's mm-hmm. his name, the creator? Um, I can't think of his name top of my head. Uh, Lee Daniels. He was yeah. apparently very upset about that, and he made a video after Emmys and all this stuff. Um, did you do you think they deserve more more um, nominations? Um, like I said, I, I was actually surprised that they even were nominated because it's it's kind of campy. It's a campy show. It's right. a level up from the have and the have not. The production is different. Mm-hmm. And, and this is no dig at, at, at Lee Daniels and what he has created. It's just, I guess, the genre. It's a soap opera. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Anything coming down the pipeline? That looks good. And there's one, I don't, I'm not a big horror person, but I know, and I haven't seen many trailers for this, the Vatican tapes. I don't know if that looks oh, like. No, I've, never seen, I've never heard of that one, Adam. Oh yeah. It's supposed to come out the next week. Um, about Vatican exorcists. So, hmm. uh, that, that's good. And then of course you have that drama Southpaw with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal, but to me that looks like just another generic boxer movie. Well, that one is actually one of my picks. Um, I want to see oh. Southpaw 
because um, one of my friends actually is in South Paul, and he's going to be on the show. Is it next week, Stephen? I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, next week, David Rain is going to be. He's actually in South Paul, mm-hmm. and he and I okay. are, uh, are in a movie together uh, that is actually, I'm proud to say, nominated for seven NAFCA awards. NAFCA is the African equivalent to the Oscars. So I'm a little proud of that. Congratulations. So definitely Congratulations. have to support him. Thank you, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have to go check him out, support him. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Well, as always, I thank you for for your input. And uh, Adam, I know you're staying on for Hot Topics. Chike, have a great week. Talk to you Monday, okay? Thank you, brother. Good night. All right. Hey, Ron, what's going on? Hola. Como estas? You, you have some big things coming up, don't you? <laughs> Hola, como estas? Big thing. Bien, y tú? You're in the Spanish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yes, um, I have some big things coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, I'm moving down to North Carolina to get ready for uh-huh. um, law school. So, um, yeah, I will be leaving the Washington Maryland, Virginia area. Yeah. A bittersweet or how do you feel about it? I'm, you know, it's, I'm, I'm excited because I'm looking forward to the, to the future and everything as, as, as far as with, with, um, law school, but I'm definitely going to miss, miss it here. You know, this has been my home for the past five years and, Mm -hmm. um, I have great, people here, great family, and um, yeah, so it, yeah. it will definitely be missed, but I'm looking forward to the um, future and what's to come next. Absolutely. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Congratulations. What school are you going to? North Carolina Central University School of Law. Awesome, awesome. I'm so excited for mm-hmm. you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, Ms. Parker. Thank you. Appreciate that. Very excited. Very excited. Yeah. So, so what's going on in the and the wonderful world of sports. Man, sports, 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 sports. I don't know if y'all heard about um, Houston, um, Houston Texans running back Arian Foster's wife has filed for divorce mm. because of yeah because he he got his um, side piece pregnant last pregnant year, yeah I read that today That's what yeah. I was, yeah. And so his his wife wanted to try to you know work everything out, see if like they can get back 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 on track with their marriage, but it didn't it didn't work out. So so they they both um, they both placed placed a statement um, saying that um, they are calling it quits and that they want people wow. to respect their privacy and yada yada yada. But yeah, it's over four years of marriage. Gone. Wow. So, and this, who are you, who and this, are you talking about, um, Aaron? Arian Foster. Oh yeah, I think the, I just saw that on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I, I think there's nothing wrong with marriage. Marriage is great. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. But sometimes I feel that some of these athletes, they just get married. I don't know if it's too quick or what. Yo, you are you you have you have money, you have success, you have all the don't rush to get married, just you know I agree. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Just just live. Enjoy. You can get married later on. There's plenty of time to get married. But, uh, yeah, because he obviously did not respect his marriage because he went out there and, and not only cheated on his wife, but got the woman pregnant on top of it. Pregnant, and then, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and alleged, it's alleged that he wanted the side piece to have an, an abortion. So, you know, this is... Anyway, <sighs> crazy. Does he have? Do we know if he has any children with his wife? He does too. Two little kids. Oh, okay. Two little little, little ones. Yes. Yeah, so. That child's born. Yeah. Be, I'm uh, sure crazy. he did want her to have an abortion, and she probably was like, yeah. "My ticket." She was like, <laughs> right. Right. "Abortions, abortions." abortions. abortions. <laughs> She's like, "No way." She's like, "I'm on bed rest for the entire nine months, so I can make sure that I don't that nothing happens." With with this gold mine, nah, she won't get right. no point. Right. Yeah, he, right. Just, yeah, just crazy. Just she, but she pretty much won the lottery. Yeah, didn't she? Oh yeah, she hit the lottery big time, big time. Mm-hmm. And just like what he uh, he has to pay child support now for three kids, you know. So his yeah his yeah his pockets are gonna be sweating. They're gonna be sweating. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't crazy. know if. If y'all saw this um, video of Jerry Rice dancing with the uh, stripper, uh-uh. yeah, Jerry Jerry Rice, um, Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Forty um, Niners, um, he was uh-huh. he he was on the stage dancing with um, this this stripper in um, Lake Lake Tahoe, and he took off his shirt, giving you kind of. Magic Mike realness and stuff, man. Yeah, I'm like, okay, dude. He's <laughs> he's actually 52 years old, and he was he was showing them up a little bit, like, all right, you know, yeah. go ahead, yeah, Hold absolutely, on <laughs> yeah. He was he was holding on to it, absolutely, absolutely. And then Caitlyn Jenner, yeah, I don't know if, about if, that. if you're gonna talk, okay, but I will I will hold my no, good, no, we, no, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm just. I was just gonna say she um she's been hated on, but the uh, people that um Vogue love her, you know they mm. they thought that um she, that um she was one of the um ten best dressed uh, women at the um ESPYS. So. Oh, the ESPYS, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now so. uh, there was a lot of controversy, um, and even um the day of and after the ESPYS that they thought that she didn't deserve that award because. They really didn't think that – they said there were a lot of other courageous athletes that show courage that should have got the Arthur Ashe Award. What, what are your thoughts on that? Man, I can see that, yeah. I, I Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that because, um, yeah, yeah. Leave that there. Now, was mm-hmm. she um, work, worthy of it? Yes. But do I feel that there were others that were more worthy of it? Yes. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying that that like she shouldn't have been in the actual running for the award because she definitely should have been. But do I feel that others were more? Yeah, I I, I think that I'm others sure. could have definitely been. Like um Lauren Lauren Hill, the um college basketball player that mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, but she was, got, she was honored too. But she was. She was honored too, though. Um, but her parents were there and they honored her and told her story. But I will say this: that um, I read, and I don't know how true it is, that 
um, Caitlyn Jenner's camp reached out to the ESPYs to ask if she could be, get that award to to um, shine a spotlight I believe on that. Gender oh, yeah. And, yeah. and they and they said in return that she would promote it on her show and then of you course. know they use her name because if you if you saw the commercials they they always said and the author asked Caitlyn Jenner. You know what I mean like it was like the this name reeks. You know I mean it, yeah, it reeks, mm-hmm. man. It 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 smells of straight up reality messiness to me. And I was disappointed that the SBs actually went there. But at the same time, the SBs are trying, you know, they're trying to make money. They're trying to get people and, and, to watch the show. And they doubled, they doubled their ratings um, this year than last year. Of course. Yeah, ratings, well, I mean, so. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. hey, it worked. It worked. Yeah. But but it, I, it left a bad taste in my mouth, though. Yeah, and a lot but, of people. A lot of people. Yeah. Did, unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Um, also, I wanted to mention one more thing. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this. This was a couple of months ago, but I'm actually catching it now. Lawrence Taylor's son, LT L- L- Jr., he got 30 mm-hmm. years for, um, for um, statutory rape. 30 years for statutory oh, rape. Gosh. Yeah, yeah, Man. yeah, so... 30 years in prison, so I don't know if I mentioned that that happened a couple of months ago when he got sentenced. I might have missed that, but it actually just caught my attention, and I just think, yeah, uh, it's crazy. So, that is crazy. That's tough. And that's pretty much the latest with sports, man. I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to the um, NFL training camps to um, start up soon. So, yeah. I will be talking about that in the okay. in the next in the next week's show. And, um, yeah, you all can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, first name, last name. Y'all should know my name by now. I'm not going to say it no more. I've been saying it for the past almost five years. <laughs> now nah, I'm playing. I'm A-Ron playing. Cosby. A-Ron Cosby. <laughs> A-Ron Cosby. A-Ron Cosby. All right. Um, I'll talk to you in a minute. Okay. So before we go on to hot topics, um, last week we told you about our new artist spotlight. Each week we'll select a hot artist to be featured on our homepage as well as the artist spotlight section on our website, stevenightshow.com. If you're interested in being considered, please email us at submissions at com. Include your bio, promotional pictures, social media sites, and a radio-friendly MP3. I look forward to hearing your work. Now, tonight, our spotlight, we are featuring Denzel Patterson, best known uh, for a stage name, Flyboy Dizzy. He's a 23-year-old rapper out of Dorchester, Massachusetts. This is his single. We'll play some of it here. To hear the full song, go to thestevenightshow.com. And this is single, Young King. Check it out. Yeah. 
singing like it's holy grail. I need that ghost. Yeah, that devil off. Because we cut them off. I'm not as dumb as y'all. Fuck all that bro. I must be stupid for thinking that all of this real rubbing off. Hey, so with the miss me, hitting out these hoes like my nigga Steven really popping bottles after bottles, getting up my hip, ain't that fucking business card, so I know she won't forgive me, it's tip shock and circle, trying to just run into the set, trying to go from 93 to guessing up the set. Again, that was Flyboy Jizzy, his single Young King, again, go to our website, seasonnightshow.com, uh, to hear the whole song and to learn more about yeah. All right, so team, y'all ready going to the hot topics? Of course. All right, yes sir. All right, first topic. So, singer Fonta- uh, Fantasia Barino got married over the weekend to her fiance Kendall Taylor. Excuse me. The 31-year-old singer took to Instagram on Sunday to share pictures of a big day, which took place on a aboard a, a luxurious yacht. With everything from the table decorations to the cakes, the outfits, and Barino's color theme, red, black, and white. Now, she's had some issues with her love life in the past. And what are your thoughts on her finally meeting someone, getting married, and kind of locking it down? Congratulations. I hope it works out. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, okay. I, I give it three years. Gosh. That's cold, buddy. <laughs> that is cold, buddy. That's cold, buddy. I'm sorry. But I, 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 I just don't think but didn't they break up? Didn't they break up? Because I remember yes. she was engaged, and then she... That's what we heard. We don't know what's no, going on. No, she posted it on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. And, and she said that ah. she, she called the wedding off. Yeah. Yep. But, I mean, people, re- you know, if, as long as if they're together and they're happy, God bless them. Right? Mm. She just has had an interesting taste in, you know, selecting the right person. But hopefully this is the one. She That's said, all right. She said you know, maybe this will work. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. She said God designed, designed him for her. So is she oh, see, I'm messy. See, what? oh, see. No, see. Whenever you got put all the extra stuff on it just to make us believe it, it ain't three years, three years. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's trying to sell it. See, when, whenever you got this all the extra on it is because they're they're trying to sell it to us. I ain't buying it, but you know, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll the see. cake looks nice at least. <laughs> the cake looks good. Yeah, it does. All right. So next topic: Evelyn Lozada. Uh, she was looking forward to becoming a third-time mother after announcing that she was pregnant earlier this month. Excitement unfortunately took a turn after she received the heartbreaking news that she was miscarried. About six weeks into her pregnancy, uh, due to low uh, levels of hormones, the reality star learned that she would end up miscarrying. She opened up about the traumatic experience on her on the latest episode of her new reality show, Living Lazada. Some were saying that she was too old to be having kids. What are your thoughts? I don't think so, because she just had her um, second child about a mm-hmm. year or so ago. So she's, right. I mean, I don't think she's, I mean, there are, and I'm not a woman, but I've, you know, but there are women who have had miscarriages being in their 20s or or, or in their teens, and, and there's women that, that's given birth in their 40s. And so it, it it just was a tragic event. I don't think that she should stop having a child if her and her, her baby daddy 
husband, boyfriend, whatever, if they want a child, you know, maybe mm. she'll just have to maybe have bed rest or whatever, you know, but I don't think that she should stop just because of, of her age. If she's still able to physically, you know, carry a child, more power to her. Right. And this is coming That's from my own child, by the way, that begged my mom to have right. a kid. So, yeah. yeah, I'm partial. <laughs> If Miss Parker, you're a woman, what what do you think? I mean, people are having kids at a later and later age. You know, I, I think anytime someone miscarries a baby is is a sad situation, and yeah. just we just sit around and put so much judgment on people. You know, she's living no, her I, life, I and I think Evelyn goes through a lot already. You know, she's no. always seem to be sad to me, always sad and crying, and she never seems at peace or happy. So, you know, at the very least, we can hope that that she's able to, to get over this and, and be okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I agree with Michelle. Uh, you know, miscarriages are kind of horrible things, so I, hopefully she can just kind of move on and not blame herself too much about it and, you know, work at it again. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. And, like, and like with, with today with the different drugs and whatnot, a lot of people are having children a lot older. Matter of fact, there was yeah. um, she was like in her fifties or sixties. She carried her her grandchildren for her daughter who couldn't have them. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. We wish her all the best. All right. Yeah. Story. Um. So this is interesting. Future, you know, rapper Future slammed Sierra for allowing Russell Wilson to meet her their son. He said, "You only know this dude for a few months, and you're bringing him around your kids. Who does that? Nobody does that." Question, how long do you think a person should wait before they introduce their kids to their new partner, boyfriend? First of all, Future needs to have several seats. He has six kids. He's the last one to be talking about being appropriate with family and kids when he brought all his kids around Sierra when he knew her for two weeks. He needs to sit down, have a thousand seats. Mm. Yeah, you know it sounds like Future, it sounds like he's he's a little... I don't say jealous, but okay, something like he's he's in his feelings right now because it seems like he's looking at Sierra and Russell, and you know, and they they seem like they're you know they're doing well together, and then seeing his mm-hmm. son there with them, maybe he's got in his feelings. That's all. He, he he'll be all right. Future will be all right. <laughs> okay, he'll be all right. <laughs> he'll be all right. He also made a. Um, he also tweeted something to the effect that uh, he wanted to get married. Or no, he didn't tweet. He said it in the documentary. He wanted to get married to Sierra, but he wasn't down for the reality show. And I guess it was supposed to be a big fanfare around that. And so Sierra took to Twitter and said that it's sad how people make such lies, but it should be the focus right now is being a good father to your son. So that you know they've been yeah. in the media a little bit. You know, sure. social media. I mean, I, I think, think he. He's hot in the street right now. He got his, you know, his albums and his songs are doing well. Um, so I think yeah. he's just trying to keep trying to keep stuff going so he can his name will stay out there. Um, right. He's just being yeah. a businessman right now. So. And yeah, Sierra, she ain't even all that. Sierra's not even. I mean, she ain't even. She ain't hitting on nothing. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, whatever. But but her music ain't. This ain't. 2005 with goodies and stuff. Like, this is. I think she. I think she's beyond her music now though, because she's yeah. well yeah. known around for like she does a lot of fashion, for, high for, fashion, for fashion now. Right, right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, she's becoming the face, know, she, face for a few, a few um, brands, and also she, um, she is on a show. She's a judge on a show now. 
on a cable show. What show was that? That's what I forgot. It's something about um. See exactly. Don't, you don't, you don't, don't give me the line. I don't watch that My show, problem. but I, no, she's on a show though. I know she's on a show. <laughs> <laughs> she's on a show. I know she's on a show. You made Google my point. Google it. Google it. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So last topic. Then we gotta go. Our guests are here. So sad news. Bob Christina update. Um, as you know, she's been in a coma since um, late January, early February. Well, last week there was a tent covering up the area in the ATL Hospice Center that she um, that she is in, and they also had a hearse outside of the outside of that tent. Um, she's still alive, from what they're saying. She's fighting for her life, as we all know. And in terms of her boyfriend, Nick Gordon, he has been served a $10 million lawsuit filed on behalf of his girlfriend in their state. Um, the civil suit says that the young um, conservators aren't accused. They're accusing Gordon of physically assaulting her. You may know she, he supposedly punched her teeth out. Um, and he also, last place, um, as well as looting her thousands of dollars. According to New York, Daily News, the legal documents state that Gordon falsely represented himself as the 22-year-old's husband to control and limit her spending and interactions with others. What are your thoughts? That was a lot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's just a sad situation altogether, right? Sad situation. Yeah, it's tough. This is tough. Man, poor Miss. Miss some Sissy Houston, man, she's she's been through it, boy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so before we go to break, um, question of the day, how much time do couples need apart from each other? Real quick. Uh, I don't think I don't think too much time. <laughs> out of my out of sight. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I say right, Miss Parker. I say maybe at, at the most two weeks, and that, and if yeah. if it's work work related, you know, if like you got to be out of town on you know business trips, whatever, two weeks at the most. But but even then, there's FaceTime, there's Skype, so you know, make it work, make it work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you're saying that, if you say that question, how long should they be apart without communicating? What would you think? Never. Well, communicating, I think right. like two days. I think a day or two. Right. Uh, yeah, okay. a day. Like a weekend, maybe. Yeah. No, nah, I think I want to trip. Like a, oh, you got to call me Well, we all have weekends like Michelle, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, at home, uh, tweet us or go on our Facebook page. The question again is how much time do you think couples need apart from each other? Tweet us at Stephen Nice Show, SHL, or go to our Facebook page, The Stephen Nice Show. Right back after this. It says a question of my heart. You got it. It don't belong to anyone but you. Hey, it says a question of my love. You got it. Baby, don't worry, I got plans. Baby, I've been making plans for you. Yeah, baby, I've been making plans for you. Yeah, baby, I've been making plans for you. Uh, baby, I've been making plans for you. Uh, my sister's a father. 
I mean it. Mm, look. I'll admit it. Albeit pathetic. Then I'm in my late 20s, still never been to a wedding. Guess the idea of that lobby empty. Do not sit with me, well. It's not your fault they try to get me. Cause I'ma need to sell, cause I'm selfish. And I need you to myself. Trying to see you afloat, but don't want to see you sell. Cause I failed. I see you about to cry. Cause when I enter they city, they leave without their pride. I'm sorry. Are you staring at my comments? Fearing it's gonna always be you sharing me with all them. Uh, wrong. How dare I say ignore them? Preparing for that day, I leave you here, it's what you for them. It's hard, you know, temptation and all. Just out here trying to see if my relationship's strong. Get a place in the chart, so run away from your heart. Gave this music my all, nothing is sacred no more. I'm wrong. Uh, I'm promising you better, though. Uh, your friends saying let them go. Uh, and we ain't getting any younger. I can give them now, but it's I can promise you forever, though. That's right. All right, that was Usher Wale featuring Usher of Matrimony. So, we're excited. Our first guest, um, The Convicted, is a story of a man and his mafia associates who fall from the throne of corruption, power, and greed and the rebirth and rehabilitation of law-abiding citizens. Overcoming trials and tri- tribulations, three men who live very turbulent lifestyles. Tonight, the cast joins us to tell us more. We have everyone on at the uh, Ada King. That's me. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. And I think Tommy Otis. Hi, how are you, Steve? Thank you for having us. Good, how are you? Thank you. And uh, John Curry. Hey, guys, it's a party. How are you? <laughs> and I don't think Micah's on. I don't think he's on yet, but hopefully he'll be calling in. But listen, I'm so glad to have you all on. Uh, I watched the trailer to the movie. So, what I want, if you don't mind, let's go in order and just kind of um, briefly for those who may be unfamiliar with you, tell us, you know, a little bit about yourself and your role in this movie. Let's start with you, Aiden. Um, I'm an actress uh, from Canada originally. I am of Filipino descent, and my role particularly in this uh, project is the <laughs> girlfriend of the mob boss. Mm. Wow. Okay. Tommy? <laughs> Hi Ada, hi John. I'm uh, I'm Tommy Otis. I'm uh, I play the part of Don Figaro, the uh, mafia kingpin, who's been in the game a little too long. And uh, my <laughs> underboss, my underboss played by John Curley, kind of does what a lot of underbosses do. They they uh, they turn they rat him out so they could rise to power and take a shortcut and and. Uh, wear a wire and, uh, you know, the usual fall from grace, fall from power. And uh, Ada it plays my beautiful girlfriend and uh, significant other. And uh, it's, uh, it's the, um, it, it's the, uh, it's the whole enchilada. It's, it's the whole, uh, it's the whole thing, you know, it's every gangster movie and then some rolled up into one with some new and exciting twists. Wow. What about you, John? Hey guys, yeah, um, so I'm John Curley, uh, I'm East Coast actor, uh, grew up outside of Boston, did uh, about 10 years in New York City, and, and this film, it was a blast, um, you know, working with Tommy and Ada and uh, Josh, uh, the director. Um, I was, uh, as as Tommy alluded to, um, you know, I was kind of like the, the younger uh, hotshot, you know, who, um, you know, kind of felt like he 
had the raw end of the deal for for a long time and uh, was sort of done with, uh, you know, being number two or number three in the operation and kind of kind of did the boss dirty there. And, uh, you know, we all got to eat. I'm, I'm just trying to get the big piece of the pie, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and people love these kind of gangster-type movies, you know, Scarface and all those. What is it that attracted you to this particular role? The, well, these roles. And you can go in any order. Um, well, for me particularly, I, I appreciate this project because it, it shows the repercussions that can happen. A lot of, with the gangster movies, uh, they they glorify the benefits of uh, what a mafia life could have, but it's a, a good twist to show um, what can happen when their past catches up to them. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. for me, it was uh, well. First off, I I grew up in in New York, and 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 I grew up. Uh, I ran 19 years as a Lucchese associate one of the five families mm. in the, it's, it's Staten Island and, uh, and uh, Queens and Brooklyn and all that. And, and, and it's not a, it's not a glamorous lifestyle. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, yeah. it truly isn't. I mean, you say the wrong thing and something, uh, something innocuous can turn into something uh, deadly, but um, right. yeah. you got you, all that aside. Uh, it's a joy to work with uh, Alex, Alex Hillisek, the writer and, and, and Josh, uh, um, Mitchell, the, uh, the director, and um, I got the job by accident. And uh, to be honest with you, they they just put a submission out for an audition for a restaurant patron. That's all they did. Put it oh. and and oh. and I answered it. Uh, it was uh, what is it? Credit, copy, and meals. Not even a paycheck. And I says uh, oh, I wow. walked in there. I walked in there and and they said, well, read the script. And I said, well, what do you need a? You don't need a script to eat a bowl of spaghetti. What do you what do you want a script for? And they said, Well you got a certain look and there it was. I got the lead part and it was just because I look like a grease ball, which is what I really I'm Greek, by the way, I'm not Italian. And um it was fun. And and um and it and it is, you know, every guy that puts on a suit and a pinky ring thinks he's a wise guy. But you know, to, to be a wise guy, a real wise guy is to be a cold blooded, you know, uh um killer and uh and it's not a glamorous lifestyle, but it's it's much more fun to play one than to be one. I, I can imagine. Well, let me ask you, John, yeah. before you um, before we go on to John, how did you make that transition from living that lifestyle to actually going into acting? Uh, you get handcuffs one time in your life, and it changes your whole world. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. What about you, John? Um. Yeah, so, you know, I, uh, uh, in typical Hollywood uh, fashion, uh, you know, I submitted for, uh, for for the role, not of Marty, actually. I submitted for, or, or I brought, they called me in for, uh, in the film, my, my buddy Joey, um, who is a little bit more passive and has more of an allegiance to Tommy's character, uh, Don. And um, so I, I went in and read uh, in the room was, was Josh Mitchell, the director, and Alex Halasek also, uh, super talented and, 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 and uh, stand-up guy. And, you know, for me, like, you know, my background was, was not uh, blue-collar necessarily. Uh, I spent uh, several, several years post-college on Wall Street, so it was sort of on that white-collar front. That being said, uh, the first outfit or firm I worked with was certainly, you know, Boiler Room-esque, and it was a lot of Italian and Jewish kids from Brooklyn and Staten Island. Um, so, you know, I feel pretty confident when I go into a room, uh, even though I'm not born and raised in New York, 
um, you know, it feels natural uh, for me to uh, to go in there and throw the axe and and, and, have, and have some fun. And um, yeah, they cast me, and 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 you know, that was that was kind of it. Wow. He's very okay. good. He's awesome. very he's very convincing. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. <laughs> and eight is very very good. So let me ask, what what in your opinion makes a good actor? Because you know, there are a lot of actors you know different levels out there. You know, Broadway. You know, the big theaters. You know, TV. What makes a good actor? What makes well, a good actor? Well, I just wanted to. Oh, sorry. I just want to make a comment that uh, along the along the lines of good acting is that uh, the set that we have, the camaraderie that we have among the actors and the crew is simply amazing. Mm. There's no egos. Everyone is working as a team. We're working together, trying to make uh, the best um, the best uh, results that we can, and uh, that mm. will go along the lines of good acting is uh, basically supporting one another and not trying to be the forefront of attention, but giving everyone the best support right. that they can. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah, there is, a, yeah, there is a real – you become a family on, on the film, mm-hmm. and, and nobody's mm-hmm. better than the other. Everybody's good. But really what, 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 what you know, what, first off, like, like Ada said, check your ego at the door, and that's number one. Right. Because we had one guy that was egotistical, and, they, and he was by himself, you know. Basically, uh-huh. but um, what makes a good actor is that to really dedicate yourself and to really push yourself to learn. You know, for me it's method. Everybody's got their own different style, but right. for me it's Strasberg, mm-hmm. and it's to dedicate yourself and watch and learn, and just just watch everything. Everything's a lesson, you know, and bring it yeah. bring it to the table. You know, whether it's theater or whether it's 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 film. Invest, yeah, okay. invest in the character. Yeah. Just to piggyback, just to piggyback on what Tommy and, and Ada just touched upon. I mean, you know, at, at, at this level, which is the independent film level, um, the beauty mm-hmm. of work, working in this world is, is there are no egos because we're all just building, you know, solid foundations for our career careers respectively, and we all want uh, to put the best product out there. Um, for me, like from a craft standpoint, like I, I, I try to keep things. As, as as subtle and simple as possible. Um, you know, the one thing that a uh, coach that I worked with, who's a former New York Broadway guy out here, would always embed in, in, into us when we put up scenes in class was, you know, the essence of great acting, truly great acting, is not acting. And just being in that moment right, when right. you're seeing just being in that, mm-hmm. you know, in that moment with your scene partner, truly listening to what they're they're saying to you, and then just responding organically to whatever it is, whatever the material is. Right. He's right. How important? Yeah, how important would you say? How important would you say? You know, you talked about having an acting coach and you know going to school. How is that education part? Because some people just say they can just act, just go up there and okay, I can do this. But how how does it? How important is education piece? Well, I mean, you know, I, I'm I'm a firm believer that if if you want to own your craft, you know, regardless of, of acting or, or construction or or, or or you know, being in a in the corporate world, um, you know, there's, there's there's certain fundamentals involved. However, the best experience you're going to get is is being on set and and working in a professional mm-hmm. sort of capacity. Because let me tell you, you know, you you put scenes up in, in a class, and there's a lot of actors in L.A. that 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 want to be a rock star in acting class for ten years. But guess what? A, that's not going to pay the bills, and B. 
um, you know, more importantly, there's nothing comfortable about being on uh, on on set with 30 people in your peripheral uh, shooting a scene. I mean, it, it, it's definitely nerve-wracking. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and, and you just got to push through and, and make those nerves nerves you know work for you. I, I was lucky to have a teacher that was 60, just uh, about two, eight, ten, and nine years older than me. So, and, and I'm 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 58. So he was nine, but we spoke okay. the same language. He was from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and we, we were very mm-hmm. simpatico. And and uh, it, it was it was a great. I soaked it up like a sponge. I, I, if I I started when I was 52, then I'm 58 now. So wow. I was if okay. I had had I been younger, I was way too wild, and I would not have right. I would not have okay. So I was yeah. right at the I yeah. caught it at the right time in my life. And I, I just wanted it so – I still do. I want it so bad. So I, I soaked mm-hmm. it up perfect. It was right for me, you know. And he taught me all these yeah. nuances. I never went too big, too small, uh, learn, you know, do the memory exercises and learn how to cry, learn how to play it. You just, just learn how to do it. And so it doesn't look – Spencer right. Tracy said acting is a great profession. Just don't get caught, don't get caught doing it, you know. Don't get caught right. doing it. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 And how do you, I agree how with do you both go about uh, Tom, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, go ahead, Anna. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say I agree with both uh, John and Tommy in, in the sense that fundamentals are great to know. And if you can find a mentor, that's always a, a great path to follow. And as John mm-hmm. mentioned, there's nothing like working in the workplace to get the practical education. So, you, right. you know, if you could get all sides in, that's perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. So, how do you prepare for a character, and and even and better yet, once you complete that role, you know, once the the filming is done, how do you get out of character? Who <laughs> wants to answer? Okay. Uh, well, I'll start off. Um, for me, uh, it's interesting because we receive the script for part one, two, and three separately. So I learned about my character through time. In the beginning, I didn't know much about her because the role was, was not as uh, uh, as big at the time, but I did grow to know her come the second script. And so for myself, I, I do more of a transfer type of method where I look in aspects of what has already happened in my life and uh, apply that to the character that is um, parallel in a sense. And uh, okay. that's how I react is basically um, using parallel experiences. Okay. Okay. And for me, hey, I, I have seen so much, so much film, so much gangster films, all the way back from the original Scarface, I think 1932, from the original one with mm. Paul Muni, uh, all mm. the way back from that, and so much Jimmy Cagney, and so much Edward G. Robinson, and so much... George Raft and all these Bogart and all these great actors, all these great early gangster actors, so much that I have to I I have to not borrow from these guys. And you start off naturally yeah. borrowing mm-hmm. a little bit, like they're like baseball cards when you're a kid. You right. collect the Mickey yeah. Mantle, you collect the Derek Jeter. And I'm going to use a little bit of this guy. I'm going to use a little bit of that guy. And then you've got this homogenized version of all these actors. And then you start to say, okay, I'm too heavy this way. I'm too heavy that way. And you start to detune it until you find your own. And then you start to read it and you start to thin it out and trim it out and trim it out and trim it out. 
and it's still, you know, I still get the, I have, I have, um, I have strained vocal cords, and it's lame vocal cords. I don't smoke, and this is why I sound this way. I have asthma, so whatever I get, okay. I always go, oh Jesus Christ, you sound like Pacino. You sound, and I just went to the doctor, <laughs> and I, I went out to get checked for throat cancer the other day, and they said you don't have really? this, but you got you got this condition because it's medication you take, and and, it, and ironically, I had to double for him, and so. No matter what I do, it, it's it's it's, a, it's that's a hard stigma to shake, and it's right. So, yeah, but it's there, and you can't help it. It's a genetic accident, and that's the way it goes. But what are you going to do? I can't right. help it. I'm going this way. You know, I I think for as far as like you know like uh, preparation, um, you know, yeah, as Tommy had mentioned, it, it, and Ada uh, as well, it, it certainly. Um, a combination for me, a combination uh, for me as far as like you know uh, tapping into some life experiences uh, on my end, it would be you know being in New York, being in the city, uh, hanging out with some kids that grew up in the streets, um, uh, you know watching some old school gangster films, um, and then you know you 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 want to you know you're an artist, right? So you have different colors in your right. palette, and you want to you want to make sure you're not emulating Pacino or De Niro, like that you have your own little like flavor and um mm-hmm. as soon as you rap and you come off a high man like like you just rock the Madison Square Garden or Staples Center and then for me it's like you have a day or two you're like okay back to reality and then you just yeah, slowly yeah. like character you're going back to you know your 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 job to pay the bills and on to the next role or, or next project yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah it, it, do do you um is there a role that you won't play is there have you ever been presented with a script and you're just like, no, I don't want to do that character. Uh, for me, in particular, the only thing that I have to worry about um, being female is is nudity. <laughs> so far, right, yeah, that's exactly. the only only uh, obstacle where I would have to put put a line through and say, no, I am not doing that. So uh, at this point in time, that is, has been the only obstacle. So I can't say um, that I've refused anything else so far. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I don't think I would do a child yeah. molester. I wouldn't do a child yeah. molester. Yeah. Not for me. I can live without that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I, can, I get that. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 if I'm being brutally honest, I'd say at, at juncture of my career, I, I'd have probably an, an organ rejection about uh, about playing, you know, a, a gay man. Uh, that's not to say mm-hmm. that I wouldn't maybe maybe take a stab at it down the road if it was like a Oscar mm. caliber project and there were some sure, you know, heavy right. hitters involved. But yeah, but it's like, that just, it, it's really tough for me to say, yeah, I could jump on set tomorrow and do that like comfortably. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Right. Yeah. I can do yeah. that very comfortably. I tried, I tried so bad to audition for, um, um, modern family that they wouldn't have me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> If you walked in there, if you walked in there with, with your, your pinky ring and, and your, uh, your semi-automatic, I have a feeling they'd give you uh, I was coming in with, in all pink and they didn't want me. I didn't, it didn't, they weren't buying it. <laughs> they weren't buying it. They weren't buying it. Now, have you, ever been cast to, have you ever been cast to play a role? And you just didn't like, and you, you know, you accepted um, the role, but you just didn't like the character. Like you just, 
Like yeah. there's something about the character you didn't like. Have you ever had that experience? And how do you how do you if, if you have had that experience, how do you still effectively play that role? You do it for the money. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and you remember that's not really you. Yeah. Right. You you right. That right. is not you as a person. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You do it for the money. But no. you know, I'm never gonna play a guy a, a shoe salesman from Des Moines, Iowa, either. So. Right. <laughs> so let's get back to let's get back <laughs> let's get back to the to the um the convicted. Tell everyone what you want them to take away from after seeing this film. I think it's important for or, or I hope that people will see the relationships that each character has with one another and and possibly relate to one of them in their own lives. I'm not saying that they are going to be in the mafia or in that type of uh, right. <laughs> industry, but something in their life that they can reflect on feeling allegiance to someone that perhaps is imperfect, but, you know, you, you have uh, you have your heart still um, connected to them, no matter who they are. Okay. I want Tommy. I want them to t- I want them to I want them to walk out of that theater with a little piece of Don Figaro, you know. <laughs> I want them to feel good about I want them to feel good about gangster films again because they haven't felt good since the 80s about a good gangster film, and it's time. It's time. We all need a little blood on our hands, only in, in the cinema, not in real life. Only in the cinema. <laughs> what What about you, John? I like that. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'd have to say, you know, for, for the audience uh, out there that, uh, we, again, you can check the film out on, on, uh, on Vimeo. Uh, we're finishing up, I guess, the, the third part um, in a few weeks. But, um, you know, that, that you can see that it's just a really passionate um, cast and crew and, and, and filmmaker. And you walk, walk away from this, as Ada said, and, and relating to one of these characters in some way, shape, or form, but also you know, uh, just kind of applauding, you know, what, uh, the work that, that we put in and, and, and saying, wow, like that was, that was pretty special. And, and maybe, uh, let's see if, uh, there's a sequel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's see if that'd be awesome. picked up as a series. Here, here. <laughs> here, here. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Before I let you all go, just go one time around, let everyone, know, you know, introduce yourself, where they can keep up with you on social media, your websites, and if you have something else that you're working on as well. Mr. Okay, thanks a lot again for having having me on the show. It's Ada King. You can find my fan uh, page on Facebook under Ada King. Pretty easy. Okay. <laughs> okay. Tommy Otis. You can Tommy Otis. You can find me on uh, Facebook, Tommy Otis, with my nickname, my New York Street nickname, Itch. And I want to thank. Uh, you can hear the police cars that are coming to me now. Um, you can, uh, you can, I want to thank I want to thank uh, Alex Hillisek, the writer, and Josh Mitchell, the director. And right after uh, uh, the Convicted, we're starting a new film with Josh Mitchell called Gods and Gangsters, about Greek gangsters versus Irish gangsters in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s in Los Angeles. Oh wow! Wow! Awesome! And thank you for having us. Well, absolutely, and John. Yeah, guys, uh, again, uh, John Curley, um, and you can uh, find me. I'm on Instagram, um, and uh, Jay, uh, as in John, uh, Curls, C-U-R-L-S underscore actor man. 
And, um, yeah, I've been fortunate to, to you know, uh, book and, and work on some really awesome stuff. I've got several projects in post-production right now, uh, The Convicted, um, Desert Drive, which Ada and I um, worked together on, uh, also directed by Josh Mitchell, uh, the sci-fi film that I shot um, called Routine, HBO's Project Greenlight, and then last but not least, I just booked a national commercial, uh, which is going to be a lot of fun. It's a parody on uh, a famous scene that Alec Baldwin did, so um, I guess keep your eyes peeled. Oh, oh, wow. Exciting. Awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. John has a very big scene coming up. John has a very big scene the, coming up. Does it? <laughs> this is true. Anything you anything you can give away, or do we have to wait? <laughs> oh, give away? Oh, oh no, big. definitely it's not. Gigantic! <laughs> I, I'm gonna be there. I can't wait. It kills. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think. I think. I think we'll have to let the audience check it out firsthand. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's good. Well, well, I'm, I'm, I'm coming with your chicken parmesan. <laughs> I'll definitely be checking it out But I want to thank Ada King, Tommy Otis And John Crowley Thank you so much for joining us tonight Wish you, you all success with this movie And all the other projects And keep working Keep working Thank you so much Thank you, God bless Thank you Thanks, guys Have right, a good one Bye All right and Our thanks goes out to the cast of The Convicted uh, For more information And to see the trailer Please visit our Facebook page We'll be right back The first time I felt your face Memories can't be
Welcome back to the Stephen Knight Show. Now it's time to go on to Stephen's playlist. Each week we receive music from people all over the country wanting to be featured during this segment. And tonight we select both independent and major artists to play. If you're interested in being featured, please email us at submissions at com. Attach one or two songs, your bio, and one or two promotional pictures. Now remember, all songs must be edited for radio, meaning no cursing. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. The first song is by Sierra entitled I Bet. Check it out and enjoy Stephen's playlist.
You don't have to wait. I'ma save the day. Call me Superman. You can go and play. Girl, I'm on my way. Hey, hey. Girl, I'm on my way. Hey, hey. You don't have to wait. I'ma save the day. Call me Superman. You can go and play. Girl, I'm on my way. You must have seen it all along. He was a fool to do you wrong. But it's okay.
our playlist. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget, if you want your music featured, email us at submissions at the show dot com. I want to thank again our guest of the uh, wonderful movie, The Convicted, for joining us again tonight. And go on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephenightshow.com. We thank you for listening to us. Have a great week, and God bless. Peace. You came here to party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't get a party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. The newly redesigned 2018 Subaru Outback, our most adventurous Outback yet. Get 0% financing on an Outback today. Learn more at TroncaliSubaru.com. Cannot be combined with any other incentive financing to well-qualified applicants. Subject to credit approval, vehicle insurance approval, and vehicle availability. No down payment required. See participating retailers for details. Offer expires 11 17 You've reached the Holiday Helpline. We turn the holidays into holidays. Hi, I'm trying to chill out waiting for Black Friday, but we need warm clothes now and can't wait. So don't. Save big now at Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, tomorrow only get 50% off all sweaters. 50% off all sweaters? Plus, get 40% off your entire purchase. 50% off when you use or open an Old Navy card. 50% off? Yep, turn your holiday into a holiday. Get to Old Navy today. Sweaters valid 1120. Excludes in-store clearance. 40% off valid 1116 to 1121. Excludes in-store clearance, gift cards, register lane items, jewelry, today only, and two-day only deals. 50% off subject to credit approval valid 1116 to 1119. See stores for details.